Hello everyone, welcome to Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast Episode 68 I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver uh, From God's, and the lead pastor At God's Internet Church Online Church And I count it an honor to be here To, to host this podcast Three days a week And I thank you for the outpouring That we have had in the last Um when we started the podcast, we keep joining more listeners every week, and I praise God for that, and I thank God for that. Um, that means that God is fulfilling the mission that He has put on my heart, and I think it's included um, a branch of people that um, I'm going to be doing something special the 12th to Saturday with. Um, a special Zoom meeting that we're having and uh, on the Word of God and but today is going to be a little bit different type podcast and what we're going to do today I am going to share on the subject of what J.B. Phillips has for us and then we're going to um, go to a sermon of what God put on my heart a few years ago about this subject so we're going to read his thing and then we're going to uh, go over listen to my sermon from that past but before we do any of that we're going to pray and then we're going to do a quick read through our prayer list so if you got a pin near you or a piece of paper near you or maybe you keep track um, what these prayer requests are I'm going to go through them real quick with you try to give you a little bit of updates and we're going to pray and then we're going to go into um, the segment of the Bible study which I'll read his stuff from what he his take on it and then I'll give you what God's put on my heart with it and in the sermon I preach is a little over 30 minutes so we're probably going to go over a little bit today but this is what God's put in my heart to share with you guys and as you know we're going to go over the prayer list now the first one is my dad his name is James Weaver he has an aneurysm on his heart my mom she has a uh, arthritis in her back but we think we're finding out maybe with God's help that it might be the sugar medicine that they got her on because it does cause back pain and she didn't have it until she started taking that meds um, not as bad until she started taking those meds so she's going to talk to the doctor it might be today or Monday to find out exactly um, if, if he could take her off or give her something else for my cousin Margaret and her leg and her family, personal problems she's got going on with her family. Uh, Lloyd, we did talk to him um, Saturday. And he, he, he seems to be doing good. I, he's in pain, a lot of pain, I think, from the cancer. But uh, we didn't talk to him physically. We talked to him uh, remotely. Um, because him and his wife both have coronavirus. So we now got to add that to the list. And we're going to still add for his prayer 
um, of for his cancer. And then for my friend Sean, his two unspokens and his mom's hip recovery surgery. From Paul and uh, and Ruthie and us as they're getting ready to close even further to help us all get along better. The news is that the house has sold. And now we're just waiting to see how things are going to go together. You know, to get the estate closed all together. And then... Paul, and then my friend Paul in Georgia for his back, for his business, and for his child not to get coronavirus, and for my cousin Sharon and her family, for my aunt and her back problems, for my cousin Lori and her personal problems, for my blood pressure, I've been having some issues, especially yesterday. It was a lot of issues. I took my pills that last night, and they kept dropping high, low, high, low, and then within a couple hours, and then finally it woke up very high today. But I took my pills, and you'll see my blood pressure. I can't pills. I can't take to noon today. But we're going to praise the Lord that it's all okay. And then for my grandma, we're going to pray for her eyes, her ears, and her hip. And legs to get better that God give her a little bit more back so she can enjoy life a little bit better and what we're going to do with these prayers today I updated you on some of them we're going to take this prayer and we're just going to lump them all together today as one and I ask you to pray for them today separately too as you go through the day um, and then tomorrow unless God does something different the podcast is a little bit different we won't be doing an opening song today because God's put on my heart to share this kind of a format today so let's pray dear heavenly father we ask you to take all these needs you heard them lord listed this as we were we just ask you to be dr jesus the great architect the great healer the great designer of our lives and our bodies and we just ask you lord to go and touch every need that is need on this list today i just ask you to move by your spirit and do everything that needs to be done in these needs we ask you in jesus name amen and amen and everyone says amen now we're going to go back now to to uh, J.D. Phillips for this day. Um, I mislooked at the thing. It was just summing up on his uh, his uh, time in the hospital. And we're going to read that too just to finish it up for you. And it says the unfailing vision. It is nearly four years, 40 years since the night of that dream. But I can only say that it remains as true and clear as to me today as it was then. Words are almost useless as a means to describe what I saw and felt, even though I have attempted to use them. I can only record my convictions that I saw reality that night. The bright, sparkling fringe of the world that is internal. The vision has never faded. So basically, of that thing, we were continuing that he was fighting for his life. And he was 
learning that the physical part of our lives die, you know, since the day we were born. But we, but our spiritual man keeps going, and even though everyone else counted him for dead forty years earlier, God gave him a vision, and he kept going, and he was alive even in 1973 when he wrote this book. I don't know if he's alive right now or not. I didn't have, I didn't get a chance to do the research on that because God took me in a different way because of that but we're going to go to today uh, yesterday's um, reading is called temporary residence and I'm going to read what he got here today and then I'm going to share that sermon and then we'll come back and we'll talk about it a little bit and then we'll go to our, to our closing remarks then we'll do our benediction uh, things we've been doing in our closing Okay, it says, Tempor this is what he wrote on February 7th, 1973. It says, temporarily resident. We are only temporary residents here. We have no continued city. Here we can never recall to be at home. But there through the incredible love of God, like a breathtaking beauties ungustable satisfaction unheard of delight we need to cling to the small delights of this world even try to make them as permanent as we can but this we can never do for we are part of an eternal world this thing which lifted our hearts to catch our breath with wonder or lift us into the cascade of delight in their in in the here and now are merely those inkling of eternity which I refer earlier echoes of the internal changeless would be which through Christ we are belonging if we set our heart on the, this world or lay up treasures in this world death will be a bitter wrench but if we have learned to lay of treasures in heaven to set our affliction on high above rather than affection on high rather than on things of this earth we shall find that there is not not only lovely or beautiful things which we have known here which will not be there clear the true permanent indetestable towards the real world we are all moving so basically what he's saying here we have two homes an eternal home and the home we live here and basically is telling us that we are in a temporary home and he's saying that we need to invest ourselves in our internal home more than we do to this world and I agree with him and so now we're going to go to the sermon Gory in progress um, I had a set up where it go right into the sermon and so we're going to go right into it I hope you enjoy it 
and we'll come back to talk about it and close out in a few minutes. Sorry guys, we're having some technical difficulties, but we will find it. They lost it. So they're telling me that they're waving me on to talk to you guys while they're setting it back up. I apologize for the inconvenience, but we will have it. And it's coming. Just give us time to look for it. It was all ready to go. I don't know if someone hit a button, what happened, but anyways, Let's talk a little bit more about J.P. Phillips and this day that he's talking about, okay? We do have a choice, you know, to follow God into our earthly home or our internal home, okay? And we got to learn to trust the Lord in this and do the right thing. Because if we don't do the right thing, we are... Um, going to not be as effective for Christ as we should be for him now and let me tell you something saints this is just the devil attacking and I'm sorry that things are not coming out the way they're supposed to but praise the Lord it will be and here we are we do have it here they just give me a chance. Let me tell you something, saints. The Bible tells us. The Bible tells us that. And you were most loyal to what the Word of God says, and telling us that God. We're just gonna go ahead with the song they're telling us. As you know, I'm Pastor Ron Weaver. Welcome to God's Internet Church. And I'm glad that you're here today to share with me what God has put on my heart to share with you to fix my life and your guys' life on a weekly basis. Hallelujah. But once we do this, uh, we're going to sing going to sing Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound, and then we'll get into the Word. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saves a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I am found. Blind, but now I see. It was grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear! The hour I first believed. Sing with me, saints. Many dangers, doors, and snares. I have already 
us, that God wants us to give Caesar what Caesar is owed, to give the United States what the United States is owed. Follow their laws, follow Caesar's laws, follow the Greek laws, follow the laws around the world that we're supposed to follow. But let me tell you something, saints. There's sometimes when we follow these laws, they're unethical. They're against what God wants. So as a Christian, what do we do in this scenario? Back when I preached this sermon a few weeks ago, a few years ago, it was on. It's back when um, men and men and women and women can start being married here in Michigan and some of the other states around the world, the country. And I actually was attending a church at that time where the lady, there's a lady, I'm not going to name any names, where she lives, what city, whatever, but she um, was suspended because she refused to give a license to this couple that are the same sex to marry. And then her boss suspended her for it. But in the end, she got her job back, okay? Because she went to our Lord God and Savior, and she got her job back, okay? Why? Because she stood on the principles of God. Even though that principle that was going on in her life right now was against the law, looking against the law, and not her not upholding the law, she said, hey, wait a minute, my God, my Bible, my religion, even though I don't like that word religion, turned around and said, uh-uh, I'm standing on my principles, my heavenly right principles. Sometimes it don't work out exactly in this world the way it did for her, but she ended up getting her job back, not being suspended, and everything. But let me tell you something here, saints. That's not always true. Sometimes when we go against the law and stand up for God, sometimes we get the bad end of the deal. But in the long run, in the long run, I'm being honest with you, but in the long run, it will be worth it all. Because why? You still have your principles. You didn't deny God. You wasn't like Peter. You didn't deny him. You stood on him, and you were most loyal to what the Word of God says and how to live. Okay? Now, that said and done, where does this leave us? What leaves us here? Every day, you and the others watching, me, the, the, the dozen people watching live right now, me, the, the more that's going to be watching later, what is it that we got to do every day when we get out of that bed. One, we need to be like that woman that I was just talking about. We had to decide which, which world are we most loyal to. Now, am I saying that we're not supposed to give Caesar what is Caesar's? No. Am I saying we're not supposed to give the United States what the United States deserves? No. But what am I saying? When it comes down to it, there's going to be a clash between you and your priorities, you and your religion, you and your God. And let me tell you something, saints. God wants you to obey 
the powers of be, but he also wants you to obey him first. And our God is a jealous God. He wants to be first in of our life. Let me tell you something, saints. If we choose now to deny God when it's convenient, yes, I said convenient. When we choose God, when it's deny God, when it's convenient, you need to check your priorities and make sure you're right with God. Because let me tell you something, saints, none of us, none of us should deny God just to make yourself look good. Now, you might be saying, well, what happens if I lose my job then, Pastor Ron? What happens if, if I can't get another job at all? Let me tell you something, saints. You might lose that job, but you know what? There's an old saying, when God closes... When God closes a window, he opens another door. In other words, that's when you need to get on your knees, just like that woman did I was talking about in the story opening it up to show. Is this God's grace, and we even sang Amazing Grace. God gave that lady her job back. Why? Because she stood on his promises. And let me tell you something, saints. The Bible tells us, the Bible tells us that if we follow him, we would have the desires of our heart. Does that mean that when we get fired, we're not going to have a job? No. Because let me tell you something, saints. If you do lose that job, God might be opening up another job for you. Another job that you really wanted to do. He might open up an opportunity to start doing that dream job or owning that dream business. Let me tell you something, saints. We got to live as Christians in this world that we actually are visiting this world because our citizenship in heaven is more important than this citizenship on earth we gotta learn not to let people shut us down we gotta learn if we need to pray in a restaurant before our food don't do it silently do it because like I'm saying we cannot we cannot take a time to make it convenient to serve God. It's either all in or all out. Because if you're doing all in, oh, take your foot in and take your next foot out, just like the hokey pokey, you're lukewarm, Christian. Now, I'm not saying there's not going to be some circumstances that may come against you from the powers of bees of this world. But you know who created this world? Is our Lord God. Um, let me tell you something. In the end, God will bless you for it. Okay? So, where does this leave us? It leaves us here. You know, God so loved this world that he came to save this world. Okay? This is another thought about that. And as he saved people, the Bible says in the book of Matthew, towards the closing of the book, tells us that we all have a commission to go out and preach the salvation message. And let me tell you something, saints. If they see you giving in to the government, they see you giving in to the things that are against God's word, they're going to say, what kind of Christian are you? Show your witness 
can be hurt if you if you do this not only will it hurt you in the end you're going to hurt the people that God put in front of you to be a witness okay if you don't follow and live the standards that God has given us okay it's time for us brethren to make a choice and this as I'm getting back to you every morning when we put these feet on the floor every morning when we get up before we brush our teeth before we eat our breakfast before we get in the car and do our devotions or drive away or go to work we have a choice if it comes down to it what am I going to pick kind of like that phenomenon that happened a few years ago what would Jesus do in this situation that's the way you need to pick would Jesus say okay when Jesus was being tempted by the devil and basically that's what's happening with the law that you might break now I'll get back to that in a second but what did Jesus do did he give in okay devil I'll do this I'll step back and do this 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 and that then I'll then next time okay no I'm not giving in this time you had to be like Jesus was and say, uh-uh, devil, you get behind me. My Lord is the most important, my God is the most important thing in my life. Let me tell you something, saints. As I watch the news and I watch causes going on in the world, I see people more loyal to false gods than they are our own God. And I think that is sad. Us Christians need to stand up and be more loyal to God. And let me tell you something, saints. This nation was founded on God and trust. <coughs> we need to get back to that. Okay? We all need to get back in trusting God. We find ourselves giving in to things that we shouldn't be giving in to just to make our neighbors happy, just to make the atheists happy just to make the sinners happy and it's in our churches now a few weeks ago I shared about a church that my grandma used to go to and I'm not going to name the name but it went from a thriving spiritual church with the move of the spirit to a show why? because they gave in a little bit to bring people in Oh, don't get me wrong. It's important to bring people in. It's important to attract people to come in. But if you're giving up your principles in God to get them in there, shame on you. If you're giving up your principles for a friend, shame on you. If you're giving up your principles mm -hmm. For this or that, shame on you. You're lukewarm. It's time for you to examine your life. Don't be like Peter. Don't deny him when it's convenient. And then pick him back up when it's not when it is when it's convenient. Like I said, it's either all in or you're all out. You know, <coughs> 
since this heart problem that I have had, I'm saying had. I'm still dealing with it, but I'm saying had. Because I know I'm going to be healed in the name of Jesus. God's gave me a different perspective on serving him and life. Life is too short. Why play with God? And you also got to remember here, I sat down when I was preparing this message. It came to me first. What principles do we all give up? Just to make people happy. Let me tell you something, saints. I don't mean to be hard, but I'm not here to make you feel good. I'm not here to butter you up. I'm not here to say you can do this or that and get away with it. No, I'm here to tell you the truth of the word of God. And the truth of the word of God is this. In the end, was it worth it to give up your principles so you can fit in with the cool kids talking to the teens right now? In the end, mm. will it be worth it that you sat there and listened to the dirty jokes and gave up your principles of God just to, to try to get a promotion at work? Let me tell you something, saints. God loves you right now. And he loves you so much. And that's why he's coming with you with this word today. He wants you. He wants me to tell you the errors of our ways. He wants me to tell you that there's a day coming that he wants us to be pure and holy to make it to heaven I think the ones that be left here in the rapture are the ones that give in to the convenience of the world they'll really put Jesus aside let me tell you something saints that's sad don't be that one don't just give in when it's convenient. The, the uh, deny him like Peter did. Stay with him. Because in the end, just like the lady I was talking about in, in the story in the beginning, true story, you stand in your principles. In the end, God's going to bless you in the end. It may not look good at first, but that's when we got to learn to stop looking at the problem. And knowing what God's going to bring us through. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Speak, Lord. Hallelujah. Speak, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ooh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, children. Hallelujah. He says, children. If you're mine and 
you put your, ask me to forgive you your sins. Leave them behind you because I forgave you of those sins. Don't pick them back up just because it's convenient. Throw them back to where they belong. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God is good. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 God is good, and he's good all the time. And for the ones that didn't know what just happened here, God spoke, God got me, the Holy Spirit had me spoken a different language, a heavenly language. And God revealed the message to me to share with you. Hallelujah. And he's telling you basically what I just told you. It's time for you to take your life and live that life and not be convenient of, of denying him. Okay? It's time for us to live for him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And leave those sins in the past. Hallelujah. Now, I would be remiss at this time as people are thinking here. What does God want? Well, there's two things that God wants here today. One, He wants me to offer a prayer rededication to us Christians because we all need it. Because we all sometimes are accused of what this happened. And two, we're going to offer salvation to the ones that maybe are not sinners to listening to bring them in to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. 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 So for the ones watching live right now, as God's spirit is moving, what we're going to do, we're going to start this song over again. And we're going to sing it through. And then we're going to do these prayers. Okay? So let's sing it with me. Oh, hallelujah. Let this... Let the song speak to you. There is coming a day Will no heartache shall come No more clouds in the sky No more tears to dim the eyes All is peace forevermore On that happy golden shore. You know it, sing it with me. What a day, glorious day, that will be, that will be. What a day, that will be. Oh, in my Jesus I shall see. When I look upon your face, the one who saved me by his grace, and when he takes me by the hand, and he leads me through that promised land, oh, what a day, glorious day, that will be, oh, that will be. There be no, listen saints, more sorrow there, no more burden us to bear, no more sickness, no more pain, 
No more parting over there And with peace forevermore On the happy golden shore What a day, glorious day That will be, oh that will be What a day that will be With my Jesus I will see When I look upon His face The one who saved me by His grace And when He takes me by the hand And He leads me through that promised land what a day, glorious day, that will be, oh, that will be. As the musicians keep playing songs, I like to say hallelujah at this time. I want everyone to bow their eyes, close their head, and bow their heads and say this prayer with me. And we all should be saying this prayer tonight. Why? Because God wants us to. And we need to be right with Him. So say this prayer rededication with me if you're a Christian. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to com I recommit my heart and life to you. I ask you once again, cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And forgive me for the sins I did. And help me live better for you. I ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. If you said that prayer today, please let me know. Put it in the comment section. God is good. Because he's here in this special. The ones live, I don't know if you feel God where you are. But I do. And I, I believe that you do too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This God is good. He can be everywhere at one time. Hallelujah. And he's mighty in this place today where I am. And I know he's mighty where you guys are right now. Now, you might be a sinner here tonight. Maybe, you know, I do this broadcast. Maybe a Christian friend. No, I do this broadcast at this time and they invited you to watch. Or maybe later on, you're going to be watching in one of the groups. Or somehow, sometimes my stuff does get on the mainstream internet. Hallelujah. And you just happen to see it. And God spoke to you something here. I would be remiss not to do this. You want to come into the kingdom of God. It's easy. It's a life. It's not going to be an easy chore. I will say that. An easy ride. But in the end, it will be the blessed ride. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say this prayer with me. Of coming into his, your heart and your lives. Say this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to forgive me for all my sins. Cleanse me from all righteousness. And Lord, I believe you died for me on the cross. And help me live for you. I ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that prayer here today, I'd like to welcome you to the family of God. And I encourage you here tonight to uh, tell me about it in the comment section. Because I can ask, I can have people help you to come know the Lord. Hallelujah. 
help the tools. Maybe I can help you direct you to our main uh, church. Because you should go to a regular church too, not just an online broadcast, but a church too. And I encourage you to keep watching me too. Because let me tell you something, saints. It's encouraging to me. Because I feel this is a ministry that God gave me to share with you. To bring you, help you too. But you also need a main church structure. Okay? With with people with you. Okay, not just here. Now we're a community. That's why I call it God's Internet Church. And you, I'd love to have you come back each and every week and watch me. Just like a lot of people do. And I'd rather you did. I mean, I want you to. But I also want you to find a good Bible-based church too. And I can help you with that. Hallelujah. In fact, at this point in the broadcast, I'm going to share some churches that and communities I know. Amen, amen, and amen. That sermon was shared with right after my heart problems as I was recovering uh, with my mom and and, uh, and uh, staying there to recovering because the doctors wouldn't let me come home, and my wife was going back and forth, and uh, then the pandemic hit. <laughs> But it's, that message is true today as it, it was then and was, was, as I said, five years at that point. It's probably been like seven years now. And just like J.B. Phillips wrote at the end, it's important for us to live in both worlds, but we got to live more of a citizen of heaven and not a citizen of this world. Because this world is, in the last year and a half, has been torn down almost to evil. It's getting worse. And just like I said, don't compromise your principles. Stick with God. And, you know, the Bible does tell us, like it said, to give the Caesar what is Caesar. But it also tells us to give God what is God. And sometimes we got to give to God before we give to Caesar. And sometimes it's not going to be a good thing in the end. But in the end, end of the scheme of all things, it will be a good thing in the end. So, hallelujah, hallelujah. I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but, you know, it, it won't be a good thing at the end of this world. But in the end, it'll be a good thing because you'll be in heaven. Hallelujah. Well, we're coming to now to the time of the podcast to uh, close and uh, it's been a different type of a sermon today um, I'm sorry that the audio wasn't very good um, it wasn't the audio problem like I said I was just recovering from my heart problem which I still have but it, but it's going to go away one day and be healed but um, I was told that I could go back to work preaching and doing my duties, but I had to uh, not strain myself at that time. So I didn't. I was why I was low and, and everything, and um, trying to preach what God gave me to give to you. Um, the doctor actually wasn't very happy that I wanted to go back to work, but on it. But I told him that. 
the word has got to go out and I need to do it. And then he understood and he gave me permission. But he just told me to sit down, relax, and don't get too hyped up. You know, because, you know, preaching the word of God can actually cause you to have some issues. But we're digressing there. We know that J.P. Phillips saying is basically the same thing. What we learned, we got to be of this world, but not transformed by this world. We got to be citizens of heaven too, and that's our main world, and that's what we got to be more loyal to. But I'm going to close with a benediction prayer this week, like I always do. Not this week, but today. Tomorrow we we will be back on the air again for God's Internet Church podcast. Um, and I uh, hope that you enjoyed today but we will be on the air tomorrow again and like we always are and I'd like to apologize for that we don't know what happened we had the video all set to go and it just went back to the beginning to where we found the video archives and no one touched it no one did anything it should have stayed but we apologize for the inconvenience and um, everything. And sorry it made us look bad, but we're usually pretty well good. But I'm going to read what God's put on my heart here today. And it's this Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steepest, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. 1 Corinthians 58. And I encourage you to write that verse down. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. And read it over yourself. Read it over your family. And pray it over yourself and over your family and friends. And co-workers. And you'll see a change when God is in control. And on that note, we came to another end of the Bible study. We will be on the air again tomorrow for God's Internet Church episode 69. I'd like to say God bless you and have a blessed day. I'm Pastor Ron. We were your hosts. I'm saying God bless you and have a blessed day.